I was really, really happy with what she did. What were you about to say? Nah, I was, I was agreeing with everything you said. Um, I was just about to expound on that. Like, I really went through like a wide range of emotions during that movie. Um, mm -hmm. I did a bit of everything. I mean, I laugh. I almost cried because I don't cry because I'm from Park Heights. But no, I mean, <laughs> I wanted to. <laughs> but no, like all jokes aside, man. Um, shout out to the young lady that. Hey, hey, this your girl Sneaks, and you're tuned in to Max Say Less and Mike Navarro on Facts from the Lab. First things first, we're going to start this episode correctly. Um, we just going to start off with a moment of silence for Chadwick Boseman. Rest in peace to a man of many talents. Uh, Long live the king. Definitely. Um, he graced our screens, you know, in a lot of great projects. And, you know, we're forever thankful and grateful for those great films that we saw. Um, see man, Max C. Less. And this is Mike Navarro. And you know what? We're here for another episode of Facts from the Lab and another movie review. We haven't done one of these in a while, but... This one, of course, is of importance because it's Black Panther Wakanda forever. Definitely. Um, if you couldn't tell by the intro, <laughs> yeah, that's what we doing. So um, hopefully everybody that's listening to this episode that's tuning in, y'all seen it already because evidently spoilers. Yes, spoilers. <laughs> Please turn, just turn it off now if you haven't seen it yet. We ain't trying to fuck it up for y'all. And um, those who are familiar... With our format here, y'all already know what we about to do. Now, I mean, we're going to go into what we didn't like, what we did like, and then the rating. So, now, I mean, without further ado. I think there's probably a whole lot more that we liked that, that we didn't like. Yeah, definitely. So, <laughs> I, I feel like the didn't like part will, it's not going to take long. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually glad you started with that, that we started with that tribute for him. Because one thing that I kind of regret is that we never did do a tribute episode for him right when we right when he passed. So we can look at this episode as that. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, we definitely would slip. We uh, dropped the ball on that one, but you know, better late than never. Never. And yeah. now, nah, I mean, uh, Wakanda forever did a great job of giving him that tribute. But we'll get to that part. Yeah. Um, that tr I was thinking about that too the other day. That tribute, the beginning of it, how they changed up the Marvel logo to just images of him. And I loved how everybody, I don't know if it was like this for everybody that saw the movie, but in out there, that everybody stayed quiet during that. Yeah. So it was, it was really like a moment of silence. And yeah. I thought that was, that was beautiful. Yeah, that definitely was, set the tone for the whole film. Um, <clears throat> Like you said, in out theater, it was like dead quiet during that whole tribute. And I really wish that I could have got several pictures of that opening credit because, you know, it was, as you said, all T'Challa, aka Chadwick Boseman. So, yeah. Um, but um, I guess I start on what I didn't like about the film. 
um point one for me was I didn't really like I didn't like how they just jumped into her having the costume. Um I feel like it could have been a little bit more build up like the fact that Sherry is so smart, I would have really enjoyed watching her work on it. I mean, because um, as the film opened up, we're watching her work on, you know, work in her lab and mm -hmm. do things. Yeah. So I think it would have been a great showcase of her talent to, now I mean, watch her work on a Black Panther suit. Now I mean, because I feel like it was like two scenes and then boom, she got the suit, you know. Yeah. Well, one thing with Shuri, you know, she's doing, she's running around doing a million and one things. So yeah, maybe there just wasn't no time to squeeze that in. I mean. Hell, she probably had them suits made from the beginning. Just never. I mean, we we really yeah don't know, but yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just the delivery of the suit. Like if it would have been a little bit more there, then I wouldn't have had no problem with it. A little but, more build up, yeah. yeah. I, I, I get it. I get it. Oh uh, man, um, it's it's really hard to think of things you didn't like for a movie that I that is fucking enjoyed to the fullest more than the first one like i can't pinpoint too many negatives Damn. you liked um, it better than the first one i think i did yo hmm. I, and i think i think a lot of it had to do with the emotion of it and and what what this meant in the in the wake of chadwick's passing passing like there were a lot of doubts about this movie of whether ryan coogler could pull this off without him or and and Doing, doing Namor and his origin like this, and there's just a lot of questions of what is this going to be like, and I, I think it exceeded everything we thought it was going to, thought it was going to be. So, but um, as far as the negative, I think the only negative I probably have is a lot of my predictions were wrong, because hmm. because I I really thought um we'd get at some point in the movie that. Someone would allude to Doctor Doom, because for those of you that don't know, he is um, in the comics. He's responsible for Wakanda and Atlantis, not Talakan, because they're Atlantis in the comics, going to war, because he invades Wakanda and then Namor and Atlantean show up and it's just like all out battle. So I was hoping that there'd be some kind of mention of him, but it wasn't. I mean, it's not a not a huge negative, but something I was just a little like. Dang, Maybe we'll get it. Maybe we'll get it in the next one. I'm definitely going to put a pin in that point because there's something that I actually liked about that, and that alludes to one of my likes. But before I get to that, um, another one of my dislikes was I wasn't – the fight scene could have been better. Which one? Um, Sherry versus um, Namor. Like when they're on land and, you know, yeah. she got the suit. And whatnot. I feel like that could have been choreographed a bit better. It wasn't. It was just a little. Yeah. It was a little lackluster to me. I feel like it could have been better. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now that, now that I think about it, you think that was for a reason? They purposely did that because eventually they, they were going to like call a truce, so they didn't want the fight to look like too brutal or too like. They were trying to kill each other. I mean, Namor wasn't holding back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, like, yeah, well, he's not—he's never holding. Yeah, back. but I don't know. I mean, that could be it, but you know, uh, it was just like, mm, it's a fight, but you know, okay, it's a fight, fight. Okay. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what I didn't like. All right, I just thought about it. So those suits that Okoye and the other girl got—can't remember her name. The the other um. 
damn, I can't remember her name. Now I have to pull up the cast list. Um, hey, yeah, I wasn't. I was not feeling those suits, and I understand why they were made and their purpose, and, and all of that. But are you talking about the uh, suits that was a cross between Big Bad Beetleborgs and the Predator suits? Yeah, it looks like it looked like something. I uh, wasn't a fan. I was like, uh, yeah. I was with Okoye. She was like, these are ugly. I'm yeah, like, yeah, I, I, I think I agree. They, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, they they knew. Like, I'm not glad that that she slid that joke in because they. Even when they she showed the blueprint of it on the screen, I was like, "Oh no, they ain't about to put those on." Is they <laughs> showing up? They did, but I I get it. But I just I don't even think they necessarily needed them, honestly. Nah, I mean they they, they were condens, man. They got all this vibranium tech, like what they need battle suits for. Like I I I don't know. That was just something I, I just didn't think was needed. Yeah, those seats was ugly as fuck and unnecessary. Unnecessary, so yeah. Know what I mean, but um, I think that's it as far as things that I didn't like. Um, yeah, I have to bring that cast list up. But um, okay, so we moving on from that. Yeah. All right, cause uh, again, I want to um keep talking about Ronnie Cooler. That man just really deserves his flowers for this, cause he was able. You know, d- doing this without T'Challa, it's, it, it makes me think of makes me think of the Fast and Furious franchise. How would they continue without Paul Walker? Mm. And and, and it's and they already up to what ten movies now. They seem to have found a way to do that, bro. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it, it, it still acknowledge that that he passed away in that one movie that they did right after his death. And made it all about bringing bringing them together and bringing them closer. I felt like this did the same thing. Like even in the movie, um, Shuri is is um a lot more emotional. It's like everybody feels more closer, especially after the queen dies. Yeah. So I, I feel like that this went the same path. But yeah, Ryan Coogler definitely pulled a lot out. out. Not only Ryan Coogler, I feel like the whole cast as a whole really stepped it up. Um, yeah. They knew Espe- they had to. Yeah, especially they, they, they had to. Especially Angela Bassett, because I really feel like oh. she set the tone for the whole movie. Like, yo, her acting was really top notch. Like everything that she said, you felt. You know, um, it really like just hit a nerve or sent the chill up your spine. The way she delivered her, you know, her lines and whatnot. You just like, sheesh. We hear, <laughs> we hear your whispers. Like she was sitting in that room talking to those foreign leaders. Yo. It, 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 that that opening scene that is definitely a way to open up a movie because you know you thinking one thing. Well, if you're a casual movie goer, you're thinking one thing, like oh the Wakandans is help, helpless and you got this army infiltrating them. But you know if you know what we know, you're like yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. like um, I really like the way she displayed leadership and just. You know her motherly presence. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean, so like she was really top notch, and I was really sad when they killed her off. And yeah, there was a lot of people that didn't like that, but I understood her dying because that had to help Shuri's character grow more. Mm-hmm. So, so that that was needed. But boy, Angela Best man, it, it's crazy to think that she's never even had an Oscar nomination. I think this is the time now because this this movie, what what she what she did in this movie, like just like I said, that one scene alone when she's in front of the foreign leaders, because 
That's realistic shit. What people don't realize is them French people and all, all them other people from European countries, they try to do shit like this and invade these countries and try to take over shit in real life. That ain't no fake shit. So, so you basically looping back to the point that you made that I told you I want to put a pin in. So I guess I'm going to address that now. One of my likes okay, was, one of my likes was you and I both know, you know, what originally happened in the comics, but I like how, um, you know, I like how they did it in Wakanda forever because basically they showed what's happening in the real world. Like, you got this big government, know what I mean, and they basically trying to pit two countries against each other. So yeah. I like how that mirrored reality. You know, that's actually what's going on today. Like, big governments is getting minorities to fight each other. Mm -hmm. And it's just it's just wow. So I really like how that was depicted in the movies. Yeah, that, that just shows how aware Ryan Coogler is of the times. And aware as fuck. That's why, and I believe, I fully believe that's why there was this much change made to Namor and his origin. And, and giving them that, um, that, that, that Mayan Aztec background and, and bringing in all them Hispanic actors. And they're not just like normal, like... Other Hispanic actors that you see in movies that are like Spanish or from like Europe or something. Yeah. No, these are brown people. These these Mexicans. The so representation. This, yeah. Yeah. That, that's I think that's why he did that to show like they be really doing it. They try to get blacks to kill each other, Latinos to kill each other. Look how they got these two these two worlds fighting these two nations. This is this is all because of them. I I, I think this was all just one big hidden message. I, I think. Yeah, that was cool of him. Shout out to my homeboy Frank, man, because he Mexican and um he you know he jumped in a group text and uh showed how proud he was and happy he was that Neymar and the rest of you know those brilliant actors was showcased and mm -hmm. you know so shout out to Frank. Yeah, I, I think they handled. Cause I ain't gonna lie to you, I don't know much about that that culture. There's a uh, what is it, the uh, Mesoamerican or whatever it is, Mexican American. Yeah, Mexican. I don't know much about that culture, but just from what they showed it in this movie, I can tell Ryan Coogler did his homework, made sure this shit was accurate, and I haven't found anybody that's Mexican that's had a problem with it yet. So mm -hmm. something something was done right. And while I'm on the topic, let me address the trolls that are still pissed about Namor being Mexican, because. And we know when I say trolls, you know what trolls I'm talking about. Yeah, the we internet know, There's trolls. only one group of people. They know who they are. You motherfuckers got to stop, bro. Like, not, nothing is ever accurate with these movies, okay? Like, nothing ever going to be directly from the comics. Nothing is ever going to be, you know, the way you want it to be just because you got a certain preference. This was done specifically for a reason. And you see that especially after seeing the movie. So if you're still reading from this movie saying, oh, well, they more should have looked like this. This is what I grew up with in the comics. Like, it, 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 the movie wouldn't have been the same. It, it, it wouldn't have. Bro, to be honest, I think those people just want, like, an all-white cast and an all-white production company. Yeah, they want, like, <laughs> they, want all, they want all white men. They even complaining about women being casted, casted or... People of color being casted, like it, I oh, I heard about the women complaints about this film. They said it was like too independent or too strong. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, bro, and, what? <laughs> like, what do you want? What do you want? What did you expect? The the warriors of this of Wakanda are women. They're doing Malaji. So we, of course, there's going to be an overabundance of women in the movie. Bro, they just that they just, just goes to show how much they don't know about African culture because mm -hmm. African culture. 
women are quite strong and yeah. they bear a lot of responsibility. So, I mean, I didn't really see anything wrong with it. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, it was a nice change of pace than the whole women to be waiting to be rescued thing. So yeah, I like, liked it, it. it. It's something different, and and that's why Marvel is turn making this turn towards a lot putting more women in the MCU. Whether men these these trolls don't like the trolls hate it or not, like don't like it or not, it's that's the path the um the blueprint that Marvel's following now. They want to put a lot more of these women in like. Leadership roles now because of things like that. We just saw it with Thor, you know, and, and female Thor. So, bro, can we yeah. talk about how Letitia Wright, Letitia, Letitia Wright, oh, yeah, how she stepped up into the main role? Like, bro, she would have made Chadwick proud. Like, yeah, she she did her thing. Now I mean, um, she didn't break or fold. Now I mean, she took the role with confidence and like she was great. I really enjoyed seeing her on screen. Mm-hmm. And um, it was even great to see her in a mentor role. I mean, because we're about to lead into another big point. Um, I think Riri Thomas was done right. Williams. Reese. I'm geeking. I don't know why. Riri <laughs> <laughs> but Riri, yeah, Riri Williams was done right. Um, even though she was foreshadowed in No Way Home. Far away from home. The last Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. Kind of, sort of, because she uh, attends MIT. Yeah. yeah. And that's where MJ and Ned go, or going to, I should say. Yeah, because we had that conversation after the movie, and it was like, hmm. So, Build up, huh? So it makes me wonder, <laughs> could, when the Iron Heart show drops, could we see a Ned Ned and MJ cameo, possibly? Perhaps. Yeah. Well, I mean, Before I he become a villain? Hmm. Interesting. Could become a villain in the show. They could turn. I mean, that, that, that's, that's that not, could that's be the jump, jump point. I'm yeah, just saying. Let's not jump ahead. That's, that's another that, conversation for yeah, a different day. Let's not jump ahead. But um, okay. Anika is the other, is the other girl that had the suit on. Mm. So I just looked at the name. So yeah. Okay. But um, yeah. Um, Letitia, I want to go back to her because, like, okay, so it's it's obvious that when it came to. T'Challa's funeral scene, as well as other scenes that that were just directly about him or losing him, everybody's emotions were real. Yeah, that was that wasn't acting. Like you, you know, they brought those tears back because they're shooting this movie without him. Yeah, and that hurt comes back to realize he's not with us. So when it came to the time to do those scenes, those emotions were definitely real, especially with Letitia. You you could feel it through her. Like she she really lost a, a big brother. Yeah, and that's and that's why her growth throughout this movie, her character arc, and then lo- losing the queen, like I felt like her her whole um build up all the way through throughout the movie was 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 beautiful from the time we first saw her in the last movie to now. She she's done a great job. I I was really really happy with what she did. What was you about to say? Nah, I was I was agreeing with everything you said. Um. I was just about to expound on that. Like, I really went through, like, a wide range of emotions during that movie. Um, mm-hmm. I did a bit of everything. I mean, I laughed. I almost cried because I don't cry because I'm a park heights. But, nah, I mean, <laughs> I wanted to. <laughs> but, no, nah, like, all jokes aside, man, um, shout out to the young lady that played Riri Williams. Um, her name is Dominic Molly Thorne. Yeah, yeah. And I remember her because she was in um, Judas and the Black Messiah. 
she was the um, I can't remember what her name was in it, but she was in that. Yeah, she, she was one of the um uh Black Panther oddly enough members. <laughs> wow, <laughs> foreshadowing. It's funny how things come in full circle. <laughs> yeah, full circle. Right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, but no, yeah, she was she was good, and I actually like her in this movie better than I do in, in the comics. I have an Ironheart comic on my wall right now, and in the comics, she's a lot more like I guess a lot more vanilla, more um, dirty, more preppy. Like nah, this basically, one, this one had personality. Basically, yeah, I liked it. That's that. This is what I wanted to see. That's why I like this version better. They made it. They made it funny. They get. They made it. Gave a personality. They ain't just make her just some regular ass nerd talking with all these big words and shit. Like no, she she yeah. she she from the hood. You know <laughs> she 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 just a genius. That's all. Yeah, I like that because um it just goes to show that there's more than one type of nerd out there. Like that mm -hmm. you do have nerds with personality. Yeah. You feel me? You do have nerds that's dope as fuck. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think people just hear the word nerd and they just blanket it with just boring and awkward and all that other stuff. But um. Yeah, man. Uh, Riri Williams was definitely a joy to watch. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. She was as smart as she was smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm now looking more forward to that show. Just to see how this this evolution of her and how she makes that first suit that we saw in that one scene where they're trying to escape the police or whoever. That, that might be damage control now that I think about it. Because them niggas been popping up and everything. Yeah. I, it might have been them. But... Yeah, when they show that first suit, and then she get the new one down in um, Wakanda. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that show now. Yeah. And I, I um, there was a point I was Gary made touch on about somebody. What what did okay? So what, what did you think of um Nakia in this and how she came to the fold? Because ride or die. Definitely ride or die. Because, I mean, Mom Dukes came a call him. Mom Dukes needed help. I mean, she didn't hesitate. She jumped in and did what she needed to do. I mean, that's dope. I mean, even though T'Challa and her kind of ended how they ended, there was still, you could tell there was still love there, mm -hmm. you know, for the fact that the queen called. And I honestly think she looked at her like a mother first, queen second. Yeah. And she, you know, she came there. I mean, she did a thing and definitely ride a diamond ticket right there. Yeah, Lupita was was great was great in this, and I I love how really the fight was really started because of her because she snuck into Talakan and then she drew first blood, and hey. that, that's what started it. So it was like man. Like and I totally forgot that was her thing was sneaking into places. I, I totally yeah she stayed. Matter of fact, we had a conversation before about that uh, yeah. her versus Black Widow. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, she was she was incredible. I like the whole thing of her being in Haiti because one thing about Haiti is like it's there's a lot of like 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 a a what's the word I'm looking for. It's like a bridge between both ethnicities of blacks and like Latinos. Mm -hmm. So I like that they threw that in there with like, a little bit of French in there. Yeah, a little yeah, a little bit of French. So yeah, I think that was that was a that was another smart move by Ryan Coogler. Like he he was, he was just on point with this shit. Yeah. He knew exactly what to do. I see why it took so long. Cause. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. He had to he had to make adjustments. You know when we lost Chad. So yeah, but that but that was great. Now. While we on that subject about Haiti and about the kid, 
we gotta mention that end credit scene because the kid. Um, Hold up. I got one more point before. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I thought we was gonna build up to the kid, but I didn't know you was hitting right, that. We'll, we'll, we'll back, <laughs> but I was—I don't want to circle back to that because I had noticed something. It didn't hit me until the other day that it happened. But go ahead. Um, I like how Ross played his part the way he was supposed to. Like he, I mean, he was in debt to the Wakandans, and mm-hmm. he, you know, did yeah, everything in his life. power. Yeah, he did everything in his power to make sure they were straight. So, like, to go against such a big organization. You know, for a group of people that you're not with, that's that's outstanding to me. Yeah, and then um, so for those that don't know, the um, the the late the lady that's following him around is Valentina. What the hell is her the full name? Cause I know the actress is Julia Louis Dreyfus. I just can't remember the full character's name. But anyway. She's the one that, that forms the Thunderbolts, and that's another show that's coming, too. So I was trying to figure out what is her reasoning for being in this movie besides her connection with Ross, and I couldn't put it together. I'm It'll probably hit me at some point, and I'm going to be mad because I didn't say it on this episode. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Ross, yeah, he, he, he did what he needed to do. He, he you know, like you said, he was in Valentina Allegra De Fontaine. Yeah, De Fontaine. That's that's the name I was thinking. Of. We yeah. be knowing these names, but some of them just be long as fuck. So yeah. you gotta forgive us. Like, hey, like if you've seen um, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, she was in that. She recruited U.S. agent. She's gonna recruit a monster. She's probably gonna get Abomination. Uh, Natasha's sister, Yelena. Yeah, she was in Black Widow as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's 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 forming the Thunderbolts, and Thunderbolts are pretty much they're not villains; they're just misunderstood villains. Like they're like I don't want to say like the Suicide Squad. They're more they're more just like um, misunderstood villains. Like people who they just what they did they did for like certain reasons or like out of emotion or whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it is it, it's gonna be interesting to see that show, but. Yeah, her her being in this movie kind of surprised me. I wasn't expecting that. Bro, they got to give my guy Mbaku his own show, man. I'm I'm getting tired of this, bro. Like, I heard us, Okoye is the one getting the show. Why is it not Mbaku and the, and the Jabari's, man? These yeah. are, they're, they are easily the most entertaining thing about the... I'm going to show you a ball-headed a demon, bro. Demon. Hey, yo. That's my new, that's my new one, yo. Ball-headed, ball-headed demon. Bro. Damn. I was just looking like, did this guy really just call her that? Yeah, he he man, Winston Duke is great in that role, man. Like he really is. Yeah. Right, he, he they gotta give him his own show. They gotta do something. I mean, I'm sure there'll be a Black Panther three, but yeah, it we gotta need be. More than, yeah, we, we need considering more the shit. last point that we about to bring up, it definitely gotta be a Black Panther three. So, how do you feel about how they handled the the underwater? Shots and scenes in comparisons to movies like Aquaman. It looked better than Aquaman. And, and Avatar. It looked better than Aquaman. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was I, more believable than Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. I think the other ones are, are too CGI. If I could make that a word, especially Avatar, because everything in Avatar is CGI. But with Aquaman, it just looked more. Mm, yeah, it just felt unfinished. But with this, it felt more natural. But the water, 
didn't look it didn't look like super clear water. Not saying that it wasn't clean, but it looked like you couldn't really see like see real good. It felt like you were really underwater. Yeah. And it felt it I felt, felt like, like I was at the aquarium. Yeah, it felt like <laughs> with, with some real shit. And like how are they wearing feathers underwater and not getting wet? That's crazy. But yeah. then again, all that shit made of vibranium. Yeah. So <laughs> everything they got is vibranium and I, and yeah, I think I, how they handled it all was, was dope. But I, I think um, the big guy, Tuma, was my favorite out of them. Like, really? the way he first showed up when they attacked them on that, them soldiers on that barge, mm -hmm. and he just jumped out of the water like that. I said, yo, yeah. that, that shot was fucking hard. I'm sorry. He was thugging, yo. Like, he was really throwing hands for real, for real. He gave Oya a run for her money. Yeah, he did. He did. I mean, he was, uh, it was tussling. Yeah, he was. He <laughs> but I think he... he it, well, I don't know if it's going to happen in the movie, but he turns on Namor in the comics and becomes a villain. So, we'll see what happens. Like, it could be a thing where, now that Namor is called a truce with Wakanda, maybe he starts to get to know more surface dwellers, and a, a tumor might still want to go to war with them. And, and then we're like, no, nah, hold on, some of them are cool. We we got back down. And the may say, nah, fuck that. Like, they, they, they try, they attacked us. So, it, it might be that kind of angle. You always got that one person that's not trying to let go of that animosity. So, I don't know. It could yeah. be. Yeah. I mean, anything is possible. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I, I definitely um enjoyed everything they did with, with Namor and, and, and Talakon and just that, that embracing that whole culture. That was, they, they couldn't have done a much more better job than that. That was great. That shit was wild. Um. Damn. So I guess we covered almost everything except for the post scene that I'm on the fence about because the nerd out of me actually knows what's supposed to go on. But, you know, the other side, it's like this part is cool, too, because of the connection and Black Panther 1. So it's like, yeah, um, it's, it's, it's a toss up because, like, I know for a fact that, you know, Black Panther and Storm had a baby. Mm -hmm. But like and this one is Nakia and Black Panther that had a baby. So first of all the son was actually shown earlier in the movie when Ramondo arrived to Haiti and she greeted all them kids one of the kids was him. Mm -hmm. And she knew who he was. She knew that was her grandson. And I think that's what she wanted to tell Shuri when she said, there's something I have to tell you. Mm. So Shuri was probably the only person I didn't know. That right. maybe right before everybody got snapped away by Thanos, they had a child. And the snap was, what, five years? And Black Panther took place, what, two years before the snap? Yeah. So that adds up to, what, six or seven years? So the kid's probably like seven years old or something like that. Right. I mean, yeah, so. I, I get that part, but I feel like there's a lot of comic fans that's conflicted because. Yeah. My explanation to that, I mean, they are introducing X-Men, so. Does Nakia become Storm? The fuck? Yeah, I, I would think that that's what it is. Maybe uh, because we saw in Miss Marvel that. She becomes mutant, or it was already in her, but the the bracelet unlocked it, whatever. So maybe the mutation is already in the kid, and it needs to be unlocked. Maybe this is how they're going to introduce X Men. That 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 there are people that are already mutants that don't even know it. But 
I don't know. I don't know. I can't explain um, the whole um, having a kid not with Storm, but wouldn't the kid. But yeah. all it shows is that, you know, Marvel is going full steam with this whole younger younger Avengers and young generation shit. They really pushing that. So, yeah, it just, I don't know. It's just going to be weird if Nakia becomes Storm because, you know, we're, we're used to, you know, Aurora. Mm-hmm. So it's like. I don't know. I guess I got to get past that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, look, Marvel Studios is going to do everything they can to try to differentiate their X Men from the Fox X Men. So if they choose this path, I mean, I don't blame them because yeah, 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 exactly. So uh, fair enough. I mean, we've already seen the Wolverine mentioned in She Hulk. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how how this plays out with his son now because i hope i live long enough to see all this shit because mm-hmm. it's definitely they, about to be interesting because there may be another show about wakanda that will maybe talk about the kid and him growing up because i think sure it's going to hold the mantle for a while yeah and, yeah for sure and until he's ready to take the throne what if they do a time skip though they could that they, we, they, that can happen now. With it's a lot of different. Yeah, like I, oh man, it's just so many different things that they can do. So like back then, it was kind of easier to you know predict a little. But now, by them having so many ways that they could take, it's like. I mean, shit. That was the um, that was the thought many people had before the movie that that's how they would introduce another T'Challa that he'd come from another universe, and bam. I mean, that <laughs> that could happen though. But that probably was the easy way out. They probably didn't want to. That would be just like recasting them, kind of. Yeah, which I wouldn't be against, honestly. Yeah. Um. Oh, what? How did you feel about when um she first um got the herb? First of all, she she's a goddamn genius to be able to recreate, to recreate that the herb. herb. That 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 she's, Yeah, that shit is nuts. Yeah, I I didn't think because I know she kind of like failed the first time and then she did it again. And then it did that shit from scratch. Yeah. And then Sheesh. she goes to the astral plane and I, I knew future. it was going to be Killmonger. It had to be him that she saw because of the emotion and what was going on. Because that was Killmonger's whole deal. Yeah, I knew. Revenge. Yeah, I knew it was I knew it was him because um, the way like the chair was sitting and you could tell that it wasn't her mom. Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't think her mom would be sitting in that chair. No. Yeah, so like, it was. Yeah, that that's that's who that's who she needed to see, and then turns out that scene was deep happened. though. Yeah, yeah, it was real. That's why I said it needed to be him. <laughs> it needed to be him. Yo, MJB really loved playing that part too. Yeah, he get he a little did. too happy playing that part. He, he, yeah, he yeah. did that nigga. <laughs> They <laughs> do be excited. <laughs> like, like, yo, you can really tell that he was apt to do this. You feel me, little five minute part. So, how the fuck he grows hair in the astral plane, bro? <laughs> the ancestral plane. I mean, bro, that shit was wild. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was a good look though. Yeah, yeah, that like that definitely need to happen. And I love that when the, the going back to the Namor battle between Namor and Shuri, how. How they called the truce, like she started seeing the flashes in her head of how Talakon is similar to Wakanda and said that it would just be best for us to call a truce and just be on the same page. I, I thought that was very important too. It kind of reminded me of um, 
in, in Batman versus Superman, the Martha scene, mm -hmm. when when he was realizing that we both got a mom, mom with the same name. It kind of gave me vibes of that shit. So, wait, do you think he conceded because he knew that they couldn't win? Or he, like, felt felt as though that that was the right thing to do? It was the, it was the right thing to do, but however, he, he knew that if they continued this, they were going to tell the world about their existence. Mm. And that's not what Namor wants. Namor wants to remain as... Uh, away from the world, probably they don't want to know, want the surface world to know they exist. Right. So, this is how they gotta call the truth. That man bit the bullet for his kingdom. Yep. Damn. I mean, That's a hey, real king. Yes. Hey, be like that. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta do that. You know. But um, no man, this this was everything that I was hoping this movie would be. It was that. I mean, like I said, I had a couple of predictions that weren't right, but. So so good. I I enjoyed everything from this movie. Uh, everybody should be getting awards for this shit. Ryan Coogler deserves something. Angela Bassett definitely deserves some kind of recognition. Like Damn. I feel like we about to have different ratings, but the average is it's going to be good regardless. So yeah, I mean this is def a definite must see. This is the perfect way to close out Phase Four, and this is the thirtieth Mar Marvel Studios film. So now niggas can do a top thirty. So, yeah, yeah, I I had to count it. This is definitely the thirtieth movie. So, with that said, is is it time for ratings? We can yeah, the ratings. it's time for ratings. I'll I mean, I don't know why I side. It's not a bad rating. Yeah, so. I'll, I'll let you go first. Uh, I give it a eight point five. Mm -hmm. I feel like if those things would have been different, you know, it would have been a solid ten. But mm, it's eight point five. I'm definitely giving it a nine for me. And aside from the, the the little things that I pointed out earlier, as well as a little, as a little bit of moments where it lagged, I feel like the movie was kind of longer than it should have been. Uh, there was a lot of filler in some spots, but it, yeah, you know, they tried to they worked a long time on this movie, so they tried to stretch it out as much as they could. I I could tell that, but other than that, it's it's damn near the perfect sequel. So and, I guess and definitely the the perfect salute to Chadwick. Oh yeah, and like I said, the of perfect course. close out to Phase Four. So yeah, it's a nine out of ten for me, and a definite must see. I will be seeing it again next week to take my mother. She's been begging me to go see it, so take her to see it. So yeah. So an eight point five and a nine. I guess that what averages to what nine point five, nine. 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 Eight point five and nine with like a fucking. 8.8 8. I, I don't know see that's why we need a mathematician a mathematician on the show man, but, nah, man. <laughs> but nah man um, yeah y'all should go out and see that you know Take Somebody You Love is a, definitely a great film for all, uh, the whole family so nah I mean do that and um, as we wrap up this episode got a few announcements uh, we have future episodes that's coming up episodes Epper, mm -hmm. ah, episodes coming episodes, up baby. Uh, we got the toy drive that we do annually. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, yeah, we'll me. keep y'all updated on that on the news and info on that where it's gonna be, what you can do to help donate and all yes. that stuff. Just follow us on Instagram to get all that info. Yes, yes, and um, as you know, we got the merch out. Know what I mean, the hentai and chill hoodies. Know what I mean, go check that out. 
Uh, we just recently did a shoot for that, and that was quite fun. So shout out to our great friends, Cosplay Twerk and Love Paper Doll. Mm-hmm. It was definitely a good time. Photos coming soon. Yeah, so when you get a chance, check out those hoodies. Now I mean, shirts, crop tops, whatever. Definitely a good look. We both got them. Um, nice and warm. You know, cozy. It's Christmas, man. You know, Christmas is on the way. Yeah. Now I mean, and we already know that Christmas starts November 1st. And it's on, <laughs> it's on pause for Thanksgiving. And then it goes back to regular program yep. until December 26th. <laughs> so don't act brand new. It's Christmas. Go ahead and get your shop on. Now yep. I mean, get somebody you love a hoodie. It's a little, it's cold out. Yeah, I mean. yeah. If anything else, it's cold as fuck. So go, go, go get your, get your hoodies. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, man. And once again, um, rest in peace, Chad with Bozeman, man. Thank you for everything that you did done for us. And not just with Black Panther, with everything you've done, every movie is just, just gone too soon, man. This, this was, this was the great, this was the perfect send off for him. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm happy about it. Very happy. Yeah, so, well, with that being said, niggas got to get up out of here and go pay some bills. So, see, And but, work in the morning. <laughs> and that. I don't know about that part. But, yeah, it's your man, Max C. Let's. And it's Mike Navarro. And we out. Down.